Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, my friend. So today we're talking about omnipresence. So did you know that it takes about seven touches for a prospect, a prospective client to become a client? Well, now the new studies show that Google said it's something like 21 touches, meaning that somebody needs to see your brand, see you, your services about 21 times before they become a client. It's crazy, these numbers. And so have you heard of omnipresence? That's what this is about. We're going to talk about how you can feel like you are being seen everywhere and also get more clients into your business. My name is April Meese and I am a permanent makeup artist and microblading artist and also a marketing strategist. So I'm a beauty business boss that helps you increase your income and impact with the Amplify method. And so, yeah, so today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of omnipresence, how you can do it. I know you're juggling a lot of things running a business. Omnipresence, sometimes people will think of it in a religious sense, right? They think of like God or the spiritual being being everywhere. Omnipresence is like the idea of being everywhere at the same time. So the reason why that's important is because if you think about, again, the customer journey and knowing that Google now says it takes 21 touches. I've heard even up to 36 touches, meaning 21 to 36 times where someone needs to see your brand. A prospective client needs to see your business to know that they like you and trust you and want to buy from you. And so that's a lot of times, right? That's a lot of touches. And it's not just about posting more on social media. It's more about being everywhere at the same time or seeming like you are everywhere. And again, you've probably heard about omnipresence in terms of like religion, but you can also do this in your beauty business without having burnout. So let me jump into the three things that you need to know. And I'll also talk about some pros and cons. So first of all, with omnipresence, obviously it needs to be relevant. So it needs to be relevant for your prospective clients, meaning that you need to, when you're putting out content, it needs to be valuable. Someone, they need to be interested in that for it to actually kind of perk up. Like for example, if there was something about old cars, I'm not really interested in old cars. So if I saw an advertisement and I heard a podcast about it, or if I saw a billboard, it just wouldn't register to me because it's not something I'm interested in, right? If it's something in the beauty world, then I would be like, oh, 
and it would catch my eye and then I would keep seeing it over and over again. And we know that when we're something that we're interested in, for example, if you're going to buy a new car, then everywhere you look, you see that car, right? Or if you're pregnant, then everywhere you look, it feels like everybody's pregnant. Or if you're trying to have a baby. When I was going through my infertility, it felt like everywhere I looked, everyone was pregnant. <laughs> So that's the thing. It's that reticular activating system of the brain. So it feels like that person is all over. So the first part is relevant. It has to be valuable. Your content has to be valuable and something that the prospective client is interested in. So relevancy is number one. Number two is the platform. You need to be on various platforms. Now, here's the thing. I always say, Focus on one platform and really get that going before you spread yourself too thin. I don't want you to chase a bunch of shiny objects and have a bunch of half finished projects. You know, I see so many people that will jump on this and then, okay, let me join TikTok. And then they're like, no, nah, that's not for me. And then they're, let me start a podcast. And then, no, that's not for me. You know, they call that podcast fade, like just a couple episodes and I'm like, oh, this is too much work. So they keep on jumping and they never get the momentum. I want you to get momentum with one platform and then spread to another platform. And this could be something simple, which we're going to talk about repurposing. This could be that you're on social, but you also have an email list. So you're showing up on social, but you also are sending them relevant content to their email, a newsletter or something like that, right? And so these are two different ways that they're seeing you, right? Number one was your relevancy, which is the value you provide. Number two is the platform that they're seeing you on different platforms. So it feels like you're showing up everywhere. Remember omnipresence, feeling like you're everywhere, all the time. Number three is frequency. So obviously that's with consistency, right? So that you just sending a newsletter or an email once a month or once a quarter, it's not going to build the same type of frequency. It's not going to build the relationship. So with frequency, you want to have as many touch points as possible. You want to really be connecting with your audience so they feel like they keep seeing you. I go on a jog in the morning, not every morning, but most mornings I go on a jog. And most of the time, I would say probably three times out of the week, I pass this couple, this elderly couple, and they like to walk together. And the first few times I'd pass them, it would just be like, hi, and you'd just keep jogging. I like to say hello to everyone as I jog. I know it can be annoying probably to them, but I like to feel cheerful and say hello to people. I don't want to just jog past them. So then, after time, I started to talk to them. They would say, how are you? And then it became, you know, more of a conversation. I feel like I know this couple. I feel like if something was to happen, like let's just say my car broke down and they happened to be right there and walked up, I would feel like I could trust them, right? And I have no reason to trust them. I don't really technically know them, but I've just had these short conversations with them. I've had this short interactions with them, but frequently, right so they feel consistent i feel like i like them again i don't know them but i feel like i trust them and that's what happens with the relevancy the platform and the frequency so again we're talking about how you can be omnipresent with your brand and feel like you are everywhere and so you start to build that know like and trust factor with prospective clients so those are the three ways that we're gonna do it. So let's talk about the pros. So obviously when it feels like you are everywhere, you become top of mind, 
when they think of permanent cosmetics, when they think of lash extensions, when they think of whatever beauty service that you do, you immediately come to mind, right? So there are many brands that we can think of with that, that have that omnipresence, right? If we think of a shoe brand, you might think of Nike or you might think of Tom's. If you think of coffee, you might immediately think of Starbucks. Hamburgers, you might immediately think of McDonald's. And because we're familiar with those brands and they feel like they're everywhere, they are everywhere. If we're in another country and we see that brand, I don't eat hamburgers, but if I did and I saw McDonald's, I saw the golden arches, I would know that, that they're gonna have a certain standard, right? So I see them everywhere, right? And I see them frequently. And so I automatically trust that business. So, and that business becomes top of mind, right? There are so many brands that we can think of. If we say a soft drink, people would usually say cola first, right? And there might be some others if you have a favorite, but that frequency top of has, it has top of mind. And the reason why that's super important is because in a world full of distractions, you want to be that go-to maybe they're not thinking about having the service themselves, but somebody else says, you know, their friend says to them, I'm thinking about having my eyebrows done or thinking about doing this. And they're like, you know, I've seen this person here and I keep seeing her business and her spa and she seems really engaging and her work looks great. It's that type of thing. So you get that word of mouth and referrals in that way. I remember on the New York subway for the longest time, this was like 1992. <laughs> I hate to even say it was that far back, but 1992 to like 2000, this doctor, who was a dermatologist, he had these signs advertising his business in the subway cars. And the funny thing is he's a dermatologist that treats acne. And I don't know if this was purposeful or not, if he changed his name, but his last name was Zitzmore, Dr. Zitzmore. I was like, seriously? <laughs> But I definitely remembered him, right? Like, but you couldn't forget him because every time you get into the subway, his banners were everywhere advertising that he does these acne treatments. Anyways, so that becomes top of mind. Also, people feel like they trust you. Remember, I talked about seeing the neighbors that I pass by. I feel like I trust him. I also remember seeing this real estate broker. Her signs were everywhere. And my husband and I went to an open house and she was there and we we're like oh this is carla and we felt like we knew her because we've seen her signs everywhere and she's like oh have we met before and we're like no we just see your signs everywhere and what's interesting about that is because she felt familiar to us we felt like we knew her it almost felt like it was meant to be i want you to really think about that when you are omnipresent with your brand the subconscious then affects the conscious the subconscious makes us feel like it was meant to be and so that's important because your clients might feel like it was meant to be like they were meant to have your services when they start seeing you in multiple places okay when they start seeing you on various platforms with valuable content remember it needs to be relevant to them and frequently so you're consistent with it Let's talk about the different platforms that you can be present on. Of course, social media organically, right? That's what most of us do posting regularly. There's email, there's messenger. 
You can have a messenger campaign that goes out. You can have a podcast or any type of audio type of messaging. You could do obviously paid ads and have repurposing. And that's really good for retargeting. You know, if for example, they see you on social and they also come to your website and you're able to retarget them with Google ads. And then those banner ads, by the way, follow them. Google ads reach 90% of the internet. Hello, did you hear that? Google ads can reach 90% of the internet. So yes, there are other search engines, but that is how powerful retargeting is with Google. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do a paid strategy. You could just have, again, you could have your social media, have a way to bring them to your email list, and then again, consistently warm them up on email. But when we're really talking about omnipresence, it's about many touch points. Remember, it's about multiple touch points for this audience. Now, the next thing to know is omnipresent, the cons, right? So we talked about obviously the pros, it feels like it's meant to be, you feel trusted, your business is going to be top of mind. We talked about obviously the relevant value, we talked about the platform, and we talked about the frequency. The cons are, who's got time for all of this? <laughs> like, honestly, we have a life, right? And I know, for most of you, you're solo entrepreneurs, you're trying to juggle running the business, doing the services, customer service, marketing, accounting, cleanup crew, all of this stuff, right? But the good news is there are simple systems. So the cons are, yes, it does feel like it's a lot to do, right? And not only that, it can feel like, okay, what do I need to create? How can I create consistent content? How can I get it out there? And how to probably not lose my mind would <laughs> be the next one. So the answer to that is going to be a system. There are systems for repurposing your content that can save you a lot of time and stress and help your business be seen in multiple locations, help you build that know, like, and trust factor. You can go the route of organic, which means not paid, or, and takes a little bit more time, right? You know, the two resources that you're always going to use in business marketing are going to be time and money. Maybe the third would be energy, of course, but I kind of put that into your time. So if you don't have a lot of money, you're going to put that into organic marketing, which is non-paid, your social media, your email. You could even do a podcast for a minimum cost. There are some fees with hosting a podcast, especially if you're going to pay for editing and show notes and things like that, but small fee for just kind of setting it up. Then you could do obviously messenger, you could do the paid ads, that's retargeting on a bigger scale. If you have the budget to really scale your business, that's the way to go. So the good news is that I'm thinking about hosting a workshop. The title would be Video Made Simple Workshop. It's just a quick mini workshop in two hours will give you a full year of content. So 365 days, 12 months of content. So you can do short little videos each day for your business to your clients that feel customized and feel like you. We'll put that together and then also I'll have in that workshop ways of repurposing it and systems for doing that. It's $37. 
Let me know if you're interested. If we get enough people interested, I'll put it together. I have not put it together yet. I kind of have a rough outline, but I'm gonna see if it's something that you guys are interested in. Again, I made it like a no-brainer price point and a short workshop. So it's gonna take you a long time to consume. We'll do it live. And then of course the videos will be there afterwards. Again, I'm thinking about hosting a mini workshop where we will create a full year of topic ideas so you know what to post. We'll do that live in the workshop and then you'll have some bonus material of systems for repurposing it so that you can help your message, your brand get out to more people and be more omnipresent. It will be about $37. If you're in, if it sounds like something that you're interested in, then message me, I'm in and we will put it. So think about how you can be omnipresent in your business today and think about how you can reach more people so that you feel like they know you, they trust you, they like you, and they wanna buy your services. All right, guys, that's it for now. Talk to you soon. Message me if you're interested in the workshop. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about, and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.